It's happy hour here on NewOrleans.com at the live at the Columns Hotel on Thursday. I think it's September 27, 2012. Does it sound about right? I, I think it is. All day, in fact. My name is David Cunion. I am substituting today for the irrepressible Grant Morris, who says he's in Florida, but knowing Grant, he is on a secret CIA mission either in Libya or Iran. You know, since Iran, the centrifuges there got screwed up again. We know who's responsible for that. Thank you, Grant, for protecting <laughs> all of us. Uh, we're at the Columns Hotel also, which is a fine place to come and spend a night, an even better place to have a cocktail. Um, I've had several cocktails here several times, and I'm on, well on my way right now, as are our guests. Today, guests include from McEwen's Books and... So McEwen's Books and... Correct. And, uh, and Difficult Music. Difficult music. Uh-huh. We'll be talking about that later. Uh, we have Jason Moore and Maggie McEwen. We have Bill DePaulo from... Slice Pizzeria. That is correct. And Simone. Simone Hardveld, whose artwork is all over the place. You can see it. We can't see any right now, but... Yeah. Well, there he brought some just so we could see it. Um, and, uh, you know, here we are. We'll be talking for about an hour. So, you know, away we go. Um, how are y'all today? Good. Great. Everybody happy and good? Still standing. Still yes. standing? Yes, which means we haven't had enough. Right. Well, you know, there are waiters and waitresses coming coming in and out here. That's excellent. <laughs> what I want to just start off going is, you know, tell me about running a bookstore and a, and difficult music on Chapatulas in New Orleans. Well, that's a simple question. Let's see. Um, it's mainly a lot of fun. Um, Chapatulas is a is an interesting street, pretty noisy street yeah. because they 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 haul butt. You know, once they get that one light at um, um, Napoleon, they don't get one until Jefferson, so they go fast. Um, but we the honor of being across the street from the Hanson Snowball, which actually actually let everybody know that the last day is on Saturday for the season. So we get oh, to no. see, yeah, I know, but we get to see all these happy happy people, you know, slurping their snowballs, and um, and the book business is always fascinating. How so? It's never the same. It's never the same. And, and people will bring in these interesting books and some not-so-interesting books. But, uh, but it's, um, what can you say? Uh, I don't know. Jason always talks about it's, it's the people that we, we like. And because we get the cream of the crop. These are the people. We get, we get readers, you know. And so people who like to talk about their books. And so, I mean, we meet some interesting people, as I'm sure you do over at Slice. It's, oh, yeah. It's the people that really make it, yeah. It's but more about, the, yeah. It's more about the community, I think. Just having you know somebody come and talk, you know, and spend time and you know read, sit down and read. It's it's just the people, like Maggie says. It's more about the people. And yeah. do people still read? Do people actually still pick up books <laughs> and actually read them these days? Yes, but we are a wee bit concerned. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah I think if you if we try to every now and then try to figure out the demographics for who comes into the store and for example you can follow that on facebook or something we tend to, our average reader tends to be more like than this is both good and bad it's like say age 25ish to 35 40 mm-hmm. that's our very if i was to see somebody walking down the street i'm thinking are they going to go to hansons or are they going to come over here if they're in that age bracket they'll be coming over so still relatively young folk yes are buying yeah. books and, yeah. and people that are, i think a lot of them they're out of college and now they finally get a chance to do some pleasure reading. And, and you haven't been supplanted by the, the nindle or the cook or whatever the, the, the nindle. it's called. I like yeah, the that. nindle. I like yeah. that. Nindle. Whatever yeah. they are called. 
<laughs> Not yet. But the electronic devices are here to stay. No. I'm sorry. They're going to be here to stay. And so what we try to do is to figure out how we can coexist. Yeah. It's the whole problem with the books. When you turn them up you know, to on their side, they don't correct themselves so that you can read them. It's I don't amazing. know how they do Why they don't, I don't do understand that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? And they don't hold windows open particularly well. Yeah. yeah, but you can read a book in the bathtub. Ah, yes. Yeah. And they're much more comfortable to sleep next to. You know, if you fall asleep, it, you, know, you won't right. necessarily right. get your face implanted on, yeah. you know, Not whatever so it is. Not so much. And the other part of, of your story is, is difficult music. Well, actually, it's a small part, an okay. integral yet small part, um, uh, where, we, where we do concerts there about about every other month for electronic experimental music. We're giving a, as a forum, as a venue for musicians to bring out some new ideas and in a, um, in a sort of neat surrounding. Actually, books are a great, uh, uh, what would you say, Jason, um, backing for, for, uh, for sound. For, for the venues, and oh, so yeah, yeah. they probably would yeah, be really great yeah. for the sound. Yeah, so um, and that's always interesting too. But um, yep, so that, that's what it is. What, it, who are some of the folks you have come in to play difficult music? Fair number of local people. James so, Sandwichin. Yeah, he came yeah. last last mm-hmm. week. Uh, one of our favorites, Justin Peak. Justin Peak. Um, Who's name? Simon Simon um, Lot Simon Lot. Simon Bats from Simon Bats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just really interesting. Just really interesting people. Yeah. Why is it difficult? Why do you call it difficult music? Well, because it's not easy listening. That's one way of saying it. Yeah, it's not music. So I won't hear. I won't hear it in elevators. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Though sometimes it does sound a little bit like an elevator. That's hey yeah you're right that'd be that'd be music concrete yeah <laughs> right yeah it's a totally different way of thinking about music about sound how so uh, because you have to really I think in order to appreciate it you have to concentrate and really listen pretty hard so that you can hear all the different sounds that are coming through and it, and it's very it's it's not just say like say laptop orchestras laptops it's a a lot of Jason what would you say like a lot of people. Um, can you describe it better for me? I think it um, requires like an intellectual understanding of it, as opposed to just like let it flow through you. You got to really as as a, an emotive, an emotive. Yeah, you got to really, really listen to it um, to get into it. You got to. And is it re- is it instruments people are playing? Is it laptops? Well, is of, it is it both made both. instruments? Sometimes it's, yeah, made instruments. Like Simon, a lot of plays a lot of made instruments. He just have like you know something he'd find in a thrift store or something. He'd, Hit it with a drumstick or something like that, or. But more and more yeah. people playing acoustic or acoustic. electronic in, or re- playing regular instruments are doing different looping techniques right. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Who maybe previously were just playing just the instrument themselves. You know, um, the earlier um, um, stuff for a lot of electronic music was, um, say, a computer driven, mm-hmm. and, and there's still, an, and now with the programs that are making it easier for for the, uh, for people to. Um, uh, to produce music on the computer. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So it, it's both acoustic instruments and yes, yes. samplers and those samplers, kinds of... Yeah. Combination, okay. yeah. Who you got coming up anytime soon? Actually, Justin. <laughs> Justin Pika will be there in November. Okay. He's yeah. great at that kind of thing. Yes. I mean, he's yeah. great in general, but... Yeah, exactly. We no, are, we I'd, love I'd be interested to hear. I'd be interested to hear if the music uh, gains some warmth because of the environment that they're playing it in. Because I could see where computerized music might have some, uh, like a, a more of a static or sharp feel, mm-hmm. and that that environment would actually 
lend itself to warming and giving, uh, a, you know, softening the, the 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 style of the music enough to be able to really be. I agree. I agree. I think that'd yeah. be really amazingly interesting. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And and that's one reason we, we keep the concerts pretty quiet so that people can hear, and so you don't have the loud. Uh, the hustle and bustle of a bar, you know. So the, but but I don't want it to be so quiet that you feel like you're at a uh, at a uh, uh, orchestral concert or something mm-hmm. where you can't clap until the very end or something. Right. Yeah, I want it to be pretty interactive, but but on a quiet level where you can appreciate it. This mm-hmm. is so interesting because this is exactly what the city does. I mean, you know, the city is obviously uh, you know stepping up its uh, crusade, seemingly against live venues, mm-hmm. and uh, it's you know places like yours that that take it to that next step to help keep it alive, to help keep actual live performance alive in the city. I think it's one of the things that make people so attracted to us, uh, to what we have, is to see the individual creativity that is born of this area. It's not like other areas. It's one of my favorite things about New Orleans is that when you go out to hear music, you actually go out to hear people playing instruments or playing music instead of spinning. Nothing against people who spin records. Those are fine folk, Mm -hmm. but that's not what, you know... I like. It's just a different medium. And that's the, that's the thing. You know, when you, you know, talk about New Orleans, it, you, you mean, okay, let's say you're speaking about, I don't know, Pittsburgh. You, you associate different cities with different things. The old steel mills in Pittsburgh. The old, uh, you know, uh, it's the motor city in Detroit. But I think New Orleans is completely unique in that we're marked on the map for the food and the music that's born of the people that live this lifestyle. And I think that, you know, what you are doing in your bookstore, that, that lends a big part to it. That lends itself to, you know, what makes the city really interesting. What weaves that little fabric that says, you know, to a, someone like me, because, I'm, again, I'm born and raised in New York City. Mm-hmm. But it's, it lends itself to someone like me, and it says, hey, this is a place I can, this is interesting. There's so many little layers. This is a place I can call home. This is a place I choose to call home. And you know, another thing is, too, New Orleans is different from a lot of the other cities in the, the fact that there are quite a few of antiquarian used bookstores here in New Orleans, more so than, than our population would, would, would mm-hmm. indicate that we have. And none of them have closed, you know, not for wood. Um, uh, either before the storm or after the storm, we've, uh, one, Kaboom Books moved to Houston. But other than that, you know, we have a, oh, about seven or eight high-quality mm-hmm. used bookstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the chains that have closed, actually. That's exactly right. That's the funny part. (laughs) (laughs) The the smaller ones stick around, but the chains somehow, you know, can't quite hack it in the the unique Mm. atmosphere of of New Orleans. Mm. That's true. Simone, you're sitting over there. Did you, you know, come come join for a sec. I I had something to ask you, Mr. Fabulous sign painter. Thanks. Come, come, merci, come the merci. <laughs> Speaking of things that New Orleans, the New Orleans is known for, I see your signs that say "Be nice or leave" all over the place. Yes, depuis uh, since uh, 15 years, I paint signs I see uh, in New Orleans, and I do it, and I redo it, and where, they want it. Where, where did you come up with the phrase? Me, it's, you know, it's not me who starts the Be Nice or Leave. Who, it's who? Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob starts Be Nice or Leave. Oh, and that. me, I were decorating the House of Blues when they just started the House of Blues, just came. Mm-hmm. And I were painting uh, the window of the House of Blues. And Dr. Bob was painting the bar in the back. And uh, it started to be jealous. And he start to say, uh, 
I can say horrible thing on me. <laughs> but people repeat me. And one day I go back home and I say my wife, if he want to copy him, I'm going to copy him. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't be nice or live. <laughs> That's it. I am so happy that I can take today the occasion to say the story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, New Orleans. <laughs> And, and There's room for lots of yeah. you know people painting that. You oh, know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I tell people, uh, if you don't know what to do, paint, be nice, or leave. <laughs> that's right. From I've a personal people, perspective, <laughs> I've told people that's one of the laws of New Orleans. You know that yeah. you know. And I'm, Dr. Bob, if you're out there, we're telling you to. When I tell people, you know, what you know, how to, how do you act right in New Orleans? Just that's one of the things. You know, don't you know, be nice or leave. Um, Tip generously. Yes. Um, and don't fuck with the locals. Read books. Yeah, Correct. read books. Re- read, read real books, yeah. And, and, and I said the over and the overwhelming thing basically the law of, overwhelming law of New Orleans is you know that I heard, you know, um, in you know, going through second lines, it's basically if I can say such a thing on you know for this is don't start no shit, won't be no shit. Correct. That's that's the basic line, you know, that's yeah. the way it goes. Well, be you, nice you ought to paint that. So, you ought to paint that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very gangster of you. Yeah. That's awesome. I got so many things that people want. I paint. I have no time. <laughs> yes. But I got a loss, a cease and disease by Rodrigue for the Blue Dog. I start, when I came, I start to paint. I don't know paint. I wear chef. You were painting a Blue Dog too? I paint the Blue Dog. <laughs> and to learn how to paint. And uh, when I finished to do 30 Blue Dog. Uh, I got a cease and disease. He's very protective of that. Yes. He, he, uh, for me, it's my graduation of Louisiana art. <laughs> it's sung in my studio, and every people can come and read it and ask me, oh, yours is better. <laughs> Did your blue dog look like his blue dog? Oh, yes, I make it exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> and I were catched by uh, somebody done for a superior grill, a blue dog with a sombrero, <laughs> and the ear go on the top of the sombrero. Was that it was your the best, best or your worst? The best. That was the best. Okay. <laughs> and the last. <laughs> your uh, your paintings are also very bright and have great shapes in them. Where does that come from? Uh, my father is Dutch, and my mother is French. And I tell people I am half Gauguin, half Van Gogh. <laughs> 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 and they. I paint only with oil. It's more uh, serious, you know? mm-hmm. more French master. <laughs> uh, where's your, where is your studio? Uh, my studio is on uh, Magazine and Jackson hmm. okay. Avenue. Like a, like a black? Just behind uh, the new place, uh, Charcoal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're cr- across from um, the, the Donald Sonnier, Stein. Stein's Stein. and all that, okay. Yeah. 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 Who is one uh, who, since Stein is here, I opened as well on Sunday. And I'm busy as well on Sunday. It's a good... Stein is a, the best place. Yeah, Stein's is a great spot to eat. It's mm. incredible. Stein's is some of the best deli food. You yeah. from New York, oh, yeah. you know oh, this. Stein's, God, Stein's yes. is good. Yeah, for, for, you know. It's crucial. Yeah. That is absolutely crucial. Mm. Um, all right, I wanted to ask you about pizza, too. <laughs> I can definitely tell you, you about tell pizza. pizza. Mm. Without yeah. a doubt. Uh, you're, well, as you said, you're from New York, which is a great pizza spot. I lived Correct. there for a while. Um, Slice has wonderful pizza, but a lot of pizza in New Orleans isn't so wonderful. No. Certainly not as wonderful as Slice. What is it? What is difficult? (laughs) What is so difficult about making pizza in New Orleans that doesn't come out the way 
I'm used to at least. Uh, honestly, it is difficult because you have to be aggressive about the quality of your ingredients. Um, that is really where the rubber meets the road. You can you can do all the talking and all the the you know prognosticating that you want about what you think is going to happen, but unless you really use the right ingredients, it ain't going to happen. You 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 have to have a base, and we labored very long and hard on what dough we were going to use, what water we were going to use, everything, the strain of yeast, everything that goes into the base. Without the base, you've got nothing to build off of. So it's a waste of your time even to try if you don't have a solid base. So we, we spent a lot of time with that. So what's, what do you think New Orleans like, like on their pizza toppings? Um, I'm a continually amazed at how many people like so many different things. Oh, really? And then you have the, 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 the people who really, this is how I am, uh, that will simply come in and judge you based off of your regular slice. Mm. They just want to know, what's a regular slice like? I want to taste the cheese, mm. I want to taste the sauce, and I want to taste the crust. And right there, I know whether or not we need to go any further. It's like a first date with a slice of regular pizza. It really is. Do we need to have the second date? I don't <laughs> think so. Or, yes, absolutely. This was delicious. You look like marriage material. That's basically what we do here. Uh, and it's, it's, it's so much fun. I mean, it's, it, I would love to tell you that, oh, it's such an arduous job. Man, people really shouldn't do it. Man, it, it, is, it is a lot of fun. It's way too much fun for you. What, what do you like most about it? Um, the people you take care of. There's nothing more enjoyable than when you run a, the, the restaurant the right way. It's not your restaurant anymore. It's their restaurant. It's your restaurant when you come in. I'm just here to make sure I don't mess it up. It, you know, When you come in, this is your place. We want to take care of you. It's, it's the joy that is what we do in New Orleans. It's why we do this better than most people. Because we understand the culture of being a servant and how much enjoyment there is to be derived out of a simple good day's work. That's the thing I enjoy the most. The customers that come into our restaurant are just awesome. And we have a lot of fun with them. Uh, you know, you develop a relationship. They come to see the servers that we have. This one kid, Stephen, that we have. God bless him. He... You, there are points at which you can't sit in his section on certain nights because everyone's asking for it. That's when you're. I feel like that's when we're doing the right things. We're a good steward of the community. We care about the the neighborhood that we're in, and we take care of the people in a way that says it. Your words can do a whole lot, but your actions say everything about you. And it's why we enjoy what we have. And God willing, it keeps going. Also, you were saying that you know. It, it's, you have to be tough and aggressive with your ingredients. There's also a lot of competition for good food yep. in this town. So Absolutely. If you don't have good food, you, know, you, you're out of, you, know, you will not be in business for yep. long, I would assume. You have to have the whole package. You, it absolutely starts with the food. But you have to be there uh, because things will go wrong. Things inevitably go wrong. It is not what happens to you that defines you it's what you do about what happens to you that defines you so if you stand up and you're you're a decent human being when something goes wrong and you do the right thing people respond to that if you don't then clearly they won't come back i mean why would you there's too many other choices i think i done a sign for your pizza it was be nice or slice slice <laughs> <laughs> 
A long time ago. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. great. One of my favorite, favorite things in our restaurant is a sign that says, uh, all unattended children will be given uh, two cups of espresso and a puppy. <laughs> oh, Simon, we need yeah. to, uh, we need, I have to start of one for the store. No, be nice or book it. <laughs> be nice or book it, yeah. I'll tell you, I can oh, don't buy a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Be nice or book it, that's great. You see the sign I just bring? Please don't speak yes. about yourself. Yes. <laughs> good. This yes. go good on a bar. But that that is that is absolutely New Orleans too because oh, yes, so. you know, it's more interesting to it's more interesting to hear about all the other things going on. It's more interesting to hear about everybody else's story. All my ideas come from people. Me, I don't need to. I'm not a creator. You know, I just hear people. They come. They ask me. They. Blue Hello. dog here, blue dog there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come see, come see. Ah, you know. Deja vu, deja vu art. It, it's a town of great. It's a town of great storytellers. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I completely agree with that, um, and it's very difficult to step up to that and and uh, you know stand on the shoulders of giants. It's 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 tough. It is not an easy thing to do, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and speaking of great storytellers, um, she uh, came in a little late, but we you know. Still have room and time for the great Lynn Drury. Yay! <laughs> Guitarist, songwriter, singer extraordinaire. I love Slice, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I love Slice. I go there all the time. So, so what happened? Why were you late? You're usually on time for things. Today was a very uh, good opportunity to practice patience for me. How so? And, um, you know, I will never go to Bywater Post Office ever again. <laughs> ever. I mean, 25 minutes in line when there's only one person in front of me. Uh, the wow. nicest people are at Louisiana. Go yeah. yeah. But no, very, a lot of opportunities today to practice patience, and uh, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> appreciate your patience. Good excuse. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying, I have to practice patience at the Louisiana one, too, because oh. even though the people are very nice, it also happens to be one of the, I call them wormholes of incompetence. It's not, <laughs> there, are, there are occasionally oh. rifts in the space-time continuum wormholes. that you walk into oh, where, where you know, suddenly nothing is going right. You are in line at, at, at what, what, what I used to call the K&B, but now I will, I will call the Rite Aid. And you're, uh-huh. you, you get, went to get a candy bar, and the person in front of you is getting two beers, but there are no prices, and they need to send someone back to get the prices. <laughs> right. And then the next person's credit card isn't working, and then the person, and suddenly your candy bar just cost you a half hour. Direct. You know, it's, yes. it's one of those, you know, they open rifts in the space time continuum. They just open up, and you never know when you're there until you're there. Always when you're in a hurry. Yes. When you're in a hurry and you say, I have five minutes, I'll just run in. No. No. 25 minutes. Uh, I, I do have to say, I think I have a new sign that I would like you to paint for my office, which is wormhole of incompetence. <laughs> that is yeah, pure great. brilliance. That's a great phrase. Yeah. Yeah. When you won't. <laughs> but you know what I like about the post office when, when I'm in a good mood, you know, and, and uh, the line, especially after the storm, the lines were incredible there at Louisiana. They took forever, you know. So I would plan on being there. I would just plan on being there 30, 
to 45 minutes, bring wow. a cup of coffee, you know, just stand in line. Or a book. Yeah, that too. But <laughs> but you know what, though? <laughs> it's not really, I, don't, I like watching the people. Yeah. And because what you would see in that line was such a slice of New Orleans. And and, I, and I've always felt that the Postal Service is such an amazing, uh, an amazingly great uh, institution that is not supposed to be making a profit, that it's supposed to be there for the people. And if you think about it, what is it now, 39 cents? No, it's like 42 cents to send a, a, a letter. 45. Is it for, oh, she knows. <laughs> she has yeah. the most recent I mail current of, information. I mail a lot of CDs. It's $1.95 to mail one CD. Wow. So, I don't yeah. know what it is for books. Yeah. $1.95 to mail one CD. One CD. And that's a digipack. That's not even the real heavy plastic you, one. I was going to say, that, so that's in like a paper thing, not a, like the plastic thing. In a, okay. just a little small envelope. Yeah, wow. $2. So. Two fifty for a book. Yeah. Just yeah, it's a small envelope. Media mail. I have mm-hmm. to I have yeah. to add something of, to Simone. Um, yesterday I was at Johnny Vodakovich's house and he has a someone painted him a sign. I'm mean and I'm staying. <laughs> 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 and I can't remember I can't remember who. Yeah. But he's like, oh, my friend did that for me. Yeah. I done a sign for It's Morver as well. Who have a tango uh, studio before? Uh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Lynn, did you bring your guitar? I did bring my guitar. Oh, wow. If I, if, if, give me yes, one give, second. We'll give you, we'll give you a moment to. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Um, so as Lynn is getting, you know, tuned up and ready to give us a tune. Sure. Um, yes. We will see. Um, you know, yes. a, a sheep. As well, my painting. I write the painting. Oh, now that's expensive, I bet. I write the painting and I ship it for thirty dollars, all in America. Wow, that's not bad. Thirty dollars and thirty dollars, and people bad. don't pay tax because it's overstay. So mm. we have a right. good, very good deal, and I, yeah. I ship uh, a lot. That's not bad. It's great. So, but you've, I, so you've got fans all over the country. Oh yes, okay. yeah. I expect. Okay. That was the sound of Lynn Drury's guitar. What kind of song do you want to hear? Um, I'm, I'm, a a French song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask the audience, what did you say? A French song, he says. French song. French. Yeah. Chanson. We have a problem. Do you have a, well, do you have, since we are in a place that is one, a hotel and a bar, do you, I, I know you have a couple good bar songs. Well, she's never played in a bar. Yeah. Or drinking songs. Drinking, drinking songs, songs, given that. Irish yeah. drinking songs. Yeah. Drinking songs. Yeah. We're all drinking. That, yeah, that, that's not fair. In New Orleans, yeah. any song can be a drinking song. Yeah, no, song. really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all drink to anything, doesn't matter. That's right. Or a reason to have a second line. Yes. I mean, really, yeah, you can yeah, find no. a reason for any of that. Right. I'll play you a really old song if you want. Okay. Come a, come a little closer to the mic. It's, yeah. it's about. Um, Okay, you can it, do that. Should I you get that? Should you put my headphones on? Sure, why not? Um, did did it help you be able to hear yourself? Is that going to work? You're really Let's see. Do, 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 do. This is a really old song. I wrote this about, I don't know, 12 years ago, back when um, back when there was a KMB. what I'm 
groceries at the, the drugstore. Well, I'm walking down the aisles. I'm dazed and confused. I've got some change in my pocket. I can't wait to use. They're open 24 hours, so you got plenty of time. I take a microwave pizza and a bottle of Think of that microwave pizza, huh? Oh, slice. Well, you know, I need that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have any options. <laughs> Three in the morning, yeah. coming home from you know wherever Margaritaville. <laughs> uh, actually, Jason works for his uncle, a deacon John, so I think he's had a couple of uh, getting home late from gigs. Oh yeah, yeah. lots of 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So I can I know what you're you going know, through. There's yeah. Mardi Gras zone in the Bywater. You know, oh yeah, we, we go there too. Oh. What do you think about? What do you think about their pizza? It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Especially when you have the need. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about, um, Very good. Pizza delicious. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Places, yeah I do. And, and yeah. they still do two days a week, right? Or yeah, they expanded? Days, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's always the fun thing about pizza. It stirs debate. Pizza <laughs> totally <laughs> stirs debate. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, when when I, I told you, uh, I'm born and raised in New York City. There was uh, this one pizza place we went to, Four Corners. Actually, if you, if you are in my home, there's my uh, console, which has my stereo system. Right above that is my flat screen television. And then right above that is a framed picture of Four Corners pizza in watercolor because it's like that's, that's my place. That's, wow. When I go home, wow. that's Hardcore. it. So it's sad, honestly, how much I love pizza. However, <laughs> um, my mother one time, uh, she orders pizza from another place uh, called Villaggio's. And she brings it home, and my brother and I both were like, Mom, what the heck is that? <laughs> She's like, I got pizza. She's like, no, 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 you didn't get pizza. What is that? We don't, that's not our box. Oh, well, I got Villaggio's. Mom, Jesus Christ, you got Villaggio's? <laughs> you didn't use our last name when you gave that order, did you? <laughs> I don't want them knowing that you ordered that. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't get pizza from our pizza store, we didn't get pizza. That's it. <laughs> Simon, much pizza in, in France? When I were in Cannes, I opened, uh, I bought a pizzeria. 
Okay. And a small pizzeria with uh, six tables. Okay. A big wood oven. Ooh, built, nice. Built in 1912. And it was, uh, the restaurant was owned by uh, Rina Ketty, who was a singer, but she was a collaboratrice with the German. <laughs> and uh, she had no people in her restaurant. <laughs> so uh, I bought the place. And, uh, you bought it? I bought the place. Two pizza owners next to each other? And uh, <laughs> after two months, I were broke nearly because <laughs> people was buying only pizza and no French food. Oh. So I stopped. I built a grill on the legs like this mm -hmm. to push in the oven and put the ashes of the wood under the grill and I, were st I got a friend who was a dancer acrobatic in Las Vegas who told me to cook like American for the <laughs> film festival for the film festival big piece of beef and a big leg of lamb cut in an eight piece and put on the grill like oh. this. Baked, in, in the pizza oven you put it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, wood oven, wood oven. <laughs> and uh, baked potatoes and apple pie. Apple All just... A la mode. Pom, 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 up, sugar, butter, and leave it in the corner of the oven. The, the fire was turning like this for four, five hours. I leave the oven. When you put out, you put a big spoon of double cream on it. <laughs> <laughs> and all the Americans... I were, I were the first one, I were in the booklet of American Express to take credit card in Cannes. <laughs> This was uh, 30 years ago. <laughs> wow. And I got a, a lot of uh, American uh, movies. The one my best custom, my best uh, artist was a guy who done uh, Midnight Express. Gunai, Turkish guy, and when he come in the restaurant, I got all the police around the, my restaurant. Mm. People was coming to look. <laughs> 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 it was great. <laughs> and he come, Those were the he, days. Come, he come with the people, the guy who escaped the jail. Right, right. And the, uh, the real guy from I cannot the cook. Real yeah, yeah. I cannot oh, cook. From the, from the movie. It's hard to cook. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean when mm. you have this kind of customer in your place. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. People don't need to eat. <laughs> it's great. No. So, it's great. Bill, um, I think Slice is definitely the best pizza place in the city. What do you think is the key? <laughs> How much money did you pay? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God bless think, you for that. Who thinks the key to making it with such high quality pizza and such high quality service and everything and everything uh, <laughs> it, it, it you know is that dollar you dropped on the floor a few minutes that's ago? right yeah, that's, 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 that my payment it, it honestly <laughs> is top down um, yeah. the the owners uh, are uh, honestly wonderful people Warren uh, Chapaton and mm. uh, Jay uh, Jay Morris mm. uh, David uh, they're, they're really good people and I had come from another company. I had known Warren um, because our, our children went to school together. Um, I had come from another company entirely. I, like you, you and I had talked about, we yeah, didn't actually yeah. realize this. We had worked for Dickie, Dickie Brennan and Brennan. company we're for both, uh, both Palace Cafe. Uh, yeah, at different, both, yeah, different times yeah, different together. Time for, yeah. Um, and I so, I say that's not that uncommon to have worked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My wife worked for the Brennans at some point. I would have accepted that I couldn't pass a drug test. Great. I'll admit it, you know, at that oh, point, you know, it, was hard, it was hard to do. <laughs> I never had to good drugs. 
<laughs> anyway, so go on. So, so you know, yeah. I, I'd, uh, you so know, washing dishes? Uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. I'd come from a bunch of different uh, uh, restaurants. I'd worked for Miss Ruth, I worked for Dickie, and, and uh, great people. And I, I didn't really know uh, quite what I was getting into with Warren and them because, I mean, you can't really ever know until you put your feet on the ground mm-hmm. and are in the restaurant. Um, it is a byproduct entirely of the people that run it. Um, because they're wonderful staff. Uh, the uh, pizza, the the pizza guy, uh, this guy uh, Lewis, is it is a perfect marriage of obsession and distortion. Yeah. He he just absolutely loves another good sign: obsession and distortion. Absolutely, <laughs> he got, loves what he does. Mm-hmm. Passionate about what he does, and it doesn't make a difference how simple it is. That's why I, I enjoy him so much because that's something that speaks a lot to me. It's simple task, but a lot of people lose sight of how important it is to do right every single time and to be consistent. Uh, you, you can't take a night off. It's, it's, there's so many people that come in and it's new to them. You've got to make sure that you're the same, what you do every time. And the people that work for us that are developed by the people that own our company mm-hmm. is all the reason why we produce a consistent product. Uh, I went through, I've, I've been through so many different restaurants where, you know, many different nights uh, you, you have X, Y, and Z problems that happen in the kitchen. Oh, we got to take this off. Oh, we got to take that off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've gone through uh, two solid weeks and, and haven't had to do a thing because they make the food the way you want it made. They read their tickets. They care about their ca- their guests' needs, uh, and it matters. And they work like it matters. That's the only reason why I can honestly think because the you know everybody's got food, but we keep a very small cooler, so we constantly turn product. We've got people that don't turn over that stay with us for long periods of time, and they understand what our needs are, and they respect us and we respect them and and i think when you do that you really can create the kind of restaurant you want to be in. so we think the key is to um keeping good servers and and making good service and and having having them understand you as a human being right i I mean i I hate to be so fire is a bad one that's right (laughs) (laughs) i do i hate to be so heady about it but there 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 really (laughs) is uh, if someone can look across from you and they see that you're a decent human being that's going to deal with them in an honest fashion, they're going to respond to that. They want to work for you because you do as much as you can to work for them. Uh, There's an old, old, and I I don't know if this is right to say on the radio, but there's an old restaurant axiom, bitch up, sell down. And, you know, when you, it's it's like, hey, man, you need all these things, you bitch up. Hey, you need all these things from yeah, me? Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, well, you need to give me this. And then you sell down to, well, I know we don't have this, but we're going to be able to do it anyway. And there's there's this relationship that we all have with each other where it's it, it's just, it's asking and we deliver and, and you keep a good crew. You have a relationship with them. You care about what happens to them outside of this place. It matters. Uh, and it's it's nice. It's like I said, we're very blessed with what we have, and I hope that it stays that way. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Because there's pizza being <laughs> delivered right <laughs> the now. Of, the right sound of the plate clicking as we decide <laughs> yeah. to pull out the pizza that, that <laughs> we so plays so True. nicely yeah. contributed yes. to this. Yeah. Prosciutto, well, gorgonzola, and arugula. Arugula. It wow. is heaven oh on a plate. 
Um, now, these are three ingredients that I certainly would immediately think of that I'd put on a pizza. No. Mm. How'd, how'd you come up with this one? Um, this was really a lot of trial and error um, from our ownership and uh, Chef Paul. Um, Paul Wilner has uh, worked at Commander's Palace. He's uh, worked for uh, Wolfgang Puck at Spago. Um, yeah. And amazingly, like I said, it's a blessing that he fell into our lap, that he works with us, and um, he really knows his product, and he can pair very, very well. In fact, if you take a look at that little container I have there, yes, clearly this, I think, stands on its own very well because uh, we have great, you know, aged prosciutto. But the honey that I have in this... I would never have thought to have tried honey on a pizza. Mm-hmm. Honey but on you, a pizza? Yeah, no, really. No. Yeah. But you put it on there, and <laughs> it adds again, this. It adds this layer. Honey on a pizza. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like honey? It does. It really. <laughs> never it, thought it of it. Adds a little layer to the pizza oh, that you would just simply right. never That's expect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> best try. Would you like to try a little sure. bit? Best tried if you put a little bit of it on there and have some, like a nice yeah. little Riesling. Yeah. Uh, it goes <laughs> very, very yeah, well together. Yeah, definitely. Because especially the, the gorgonzola, blue cheese and Riesling are a great coming. A little bit acid coming from the um, Riesling. And, well, yeah, that's right. I yeah, forget definitely. that you know your wines yeah, very, yeah, very well. Jason is a frustrated yeah. foodie. He, yeah. But yeah. He, he clearly knows his wines. We were talking earlier, yeah. and he has a, a, a good understanding of wine yeah. and food pairings. And you can see exactly why a gorgonzola yeah. goes so well with uh, with uh, honey and honey uh, with, in, a, in, with yeah. a Riesling. Yeah, definitely. So. Uh, Jason, you're supposed yeah. to talk about books. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you get that kind of knowledge. You only get that kind of knowledge to know that this kind of thing pairs well with a book. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, pizza in a book, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pizza, wine in a book. Oh. Wine in books. Sorry. Which we do on yeah. Wednesdays. It's a perfect combination. On Wednesdays, actually, I got to tell you, this is a great thing we do on. Uh, it's wine on Wednesday. Mm. Half price bottles. Um, we have a, a Chateau de Gravier. Um, uh, uh, it's a delicious Sauvignon Blanc, and uh, it, it's twenty bucks normally by the bottle. You can get uh-huh. it for ten dollars on Wednesday. It, it's it's a great bottle to have. It's it, I, I think you would really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Wine on Wednesday. I already did it. The one song. Yeah, the one song that I have about wine. Thank you, Jason. One thing I wanted to ask you since since I'm. You know, mm-hmm. know your uncles, I right? Know, yeah. Charles and Odie. Charles and Deke, yeah. Um, you are you you work for Deke as a yeah. sound engineer, and I do all the sound, and I put together all these, you know, the drums, and I pretty much set the whole stage up, and I do whatever he wants me to do. Yeah, <laughs> which is a <laughs> lot. Sounds like so a it's, lot of fun. It's, it's, a, it's a fun, but it's, it's a pretty challenging job. Oh, well, I was going to ask you, would also ask Lynn. Some of the you know y'all play all over town and all you know over the area, and I know you play over all over yeah. you know the country and world. Some of your strangest gigs that you can think of offhand, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh every man. gig. Well, every, I, almost every gig. <laughs> <laughs> They're all different. That's the thing about it, is you never you never know what to expect. It's always something that's gonna happen. Um, where they, sometimes they won't feed you or something, or <laughs> See, he's back, he's back to food again, yeah, so, or, so, or, um, or you got to go. You, it's a hard load in. Like sometimes you don't have a, a elevator, and you got to 
pull everything up the stairs. Sorry, something you, you just don't know. Third floor. Yeah, third. Oh yes, yes. You go, go up those stairs at Antoine's. You, know, you gotta, pull, you gotta pull, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta drag everything up just so it's. It's just being. It's always unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So you never know where you're going you or, know, or, what, yeah, or what's um, going to happen. Never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, it's it's pretty crazy business. <laughs> Lynn, g- strange gigs, you know, in your world travels. Ah, uh, shoot. Oh, gosh. Well, I, this past weekend I was up in, uh, I went to St. Louis, Missouri, and I went to southern Illinois area, you know. Got a lot of support up there. And um, I was playing the Starview Vineyard, you know, a little Sunday afternoon gig before I drive back to New Orleans. And uh, the limo owners came over and said, we want to we wanna, uh, auction off a, a limo ride, and we want to give you the money. And I... I was kind of, I didn't know what to say, you know, it's like, they're like, no, just, just, just announce it, just announce it, and this big crowd of people, you know, and uh, we're all on the back deck, and it's gorgeous weather, the sun is shining, it's beautiful, out in the hills of uh, southern Illinois, and uh, all of a sudden, I was uh, sent back to my childhood, where my dad used to take us to the stockyard, you know, and I used to listen to the auctioneers, and so I became an auctioneer on the break, and it's like, okay, let's open up the bids, what do we see here? Huh. And the owner like jumped up the bid and someone started battling and I'm like, someone wrote me out a check, you know, <laughs> and gave it to me. I was like, wow, that was really crazy. So that's never happened to me. But I was playing solo, you know, so I'll do a lot of my a lot of my traveling by myself. So but that was an interesting that's the, where you had to be an auctioneer? For the most recent one, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just the rhythm of it, getting into the rhythm of it. Oh we oh we got oh we got Oh, we got eighty dollars. Eighty-five. Someone gonna, you know, like over here. Oh my God! Can you talk that fast? I mean, no. no. <laughs> no. But I was improvising. You know, like oh, we got eighty dollars. We have eighty dollars. We have eighty. Oh my God, we have eighty. Is there someone gonna, you know? And then someone raised their hand. You know, eighty-five. You know, like oh my God, these guys are gonna have a ball over here. These guys are partying. You know, like just putting like little, not like hey, blah, 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 blah. that's what I grew up. You know, right. We go buy horses at, in, at the sockyard, you know. And, uh, are, are you from here? I, I grew up in 45 miles from here in Mississippi, Carrier, Mississippi. Oh, cool. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So New Orleans is my city. We, you know, we came here as a kid, and, and uh, I came here without my parents' knowledge uh, when I was 15 <laughs> up until, you know, before. Isn't that just the way? Just the way? <laughs> yeah. You know, you can always find someone to buy you a beer on Bourbon Street. <laughs> Salud. Yes, beer. And we would just walk yeah. up and down. We didn't know any better from Mississippi. We what, walk- what else do you need when you're 15? You know, that's, that's an entire evening. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Can you give us another song sure, while we're... Sure, sure, you know, sure. You still have it out? I, I can give you another song. Give us all a chance to chew pizza. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually good with the honey, too. Thank you. Maybe I don't love Honey, I get close Maybe I don't feel the waves Against the coast But you know I feel up Maybe I don't love 
pocket clothes Baby, I don't care And it might seem so I ask you to stay Tell you what's real I feel just like a ghost Maybe I'll reappear When you need me the most Baby, I don't steal Cause I just get caught Making me feel just like a criminal Just give me your love Without Feeling right, you know I don't see you Cause I just get caught And I think of my life It's like a driving force Whip to the edge Still staying on course And the reins are lost And the barriers are gone When we get to the Thank you. That's off the Sugar on the Floor CD, which I hope you have, David. I do. I got and, it. It's a CD. Uh, hmm? Go back and I'll buy your CD. You can get it at lindrury.com okay. or Louisiana Music Factory okay. or Good. Amazon. Or you can download it on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby. It's Yo, all over CD. there. Okay. Okay. Spell your last name for anyone who might be listening you know, over uh, the internet. And- it's L-Y-N-N-D-R-U-R-Y. We'll put a link up. You know what? Link up. Okay, cool. Yeah. The thing I have to tell you that that is, uh, it's that makes a really interesting singer, which uh, I I think you are, is the and it, it, you're just given this, the sounds, the 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 different inflections in your voice. Um, I love this room sounds awesome, so I'm getting into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. There are just yeah. things nice. that yeah. your natural voice does, and that when you have a real good singer. That it just hooks you in, it just makes it, it makes what someone is talking about. It makes the individual listening to it start turning inward and start thinking about the things that you're saying, how they relate to their own lives. When your voice just hit, and again, it's not even it's not even as much the words; it's the sound. When the sound of someone's voice is really good. It really penetrates somebody. It Aww. makes them think. You really sound wow. beautiful. Thank you so much. Wow. Can I, can I put that quote on my website? <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely. <laughs> now, could we show Simon's work on the, on the, on the radio? Uh, oh. I won't say, but now we are building a, a stage at WGNO oh. for uh, music and entertainment, and I, I do the decor. Oh. And uh, I think Mark, with the producer, is a great guy. He brings more and more young people and uh, it's going to be interesting. News with the twist is for me is the best I've done. Well, that's right. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I forgot to say that you designed news with right. the twist. That's right. I sound silly. It's not finished. It's just. But what they promised me, they give it to me, and uh, we do it. It's yeah. great. It's New Orleans. Yeah. We need to go for and. Uh, what, t- not- what, what time is news with a twist on? Every day, Monday to Friday at 5 o'clock and uh, 6 o'clock. Okay. On WGNO. WGNO, <laughs> ABC, and uh, they have a great young talent. I tell yeah. you, I, I'm so proud. And the set's beautiful. You know, that's it is. Yeah. Yeah. The set is the best uh, in America. <laughs> it's great. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> and, Lynn, where are, you, where are you playing these days? Do you have any gigs well, coming up? I'm playing Tipitina's tonight at 9 o'clock, opening for Roger Krieger, who I'm ashamed to say I have not heard before, but I think he's a yeah, he's country country artist, so I'm going to play a couple of country songs maybe tonight. And tonight for the Cutting Edge Business Conference, um, I'm, I'm showcasing at 11 p.m. at Lafayette Hotel. Okay. So I'm going to be running around a lot tonight. And tomorrow... I'm actually showcasing at 11 a.m. at Gallier Hall for the Cutting Edge um, Conference again. And um, Saturday night, I'm playing with uh, my all-female group, the Honey Pots. Oh, yeah, the Honey Pots. At the Hi-Ho oh, Lounge. Honey, yeah. <laughs> yes. Very well played. Good. Yeah. It's very good. So, um, and there's a, yeah, lindjewelry.com. I think uh, there's some stuff there people want to go see. And Jason and I are slinging books every single day. From mm-hmm. 11 o'clock until 7 o'clock. Yeah. Where? Yeah. On, on um, Chapatula's 4737 Chop. Yeah. Okay. Which is the corner of? Chop and Bordeaux. Or Bordeaux. as the old timers here say, Birdo. Birdo. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have far to go for, you know, to get to your gig. I know where, you, I know where your uncle lives. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know right? where your uncle lives. Down, oh, down the block. <laughs> right down the block, man. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday night, <laughs> I've done the poster for... Um, Tipatinas for the face party house to rebuild the house of uh, Professor Longuerre. Oh, that's nice. I've heard and about the, that. Yeah, okay. the poster is going to be on sale uh, in Tipatinas. Oh, Simon, you mean you did the poster? I've done the poster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, uh, unbeknownst to the radio audience, I'm sitting next to you, and, and I absolutely love sitting next to you because I hate to hear your accent. It, it, seriously, you could tell me to jump off a bridge, <laughs> and I'd do it willingly. Like, oh, oh yeah. you know, that say sounds it, say so it, say good. It, Simon, say if it. I do it, I do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody out there. <laughs> Well, let's jump off this bridge. Say, say it, Simon, say it. Man, that sounds like such yeah. a good idea. Yeah, wow. This is a... You're so eloquent. Yeah. All right, that is our outgoing theme music. So my name is David Cunion, substituting for the irrepressible Grant Morris, who is serving his country someplace overseas for some nefarious or spy organization. Yes. We would like to thank our guests. 
Simone Hardeveld. Forgetting names already. Lynn Geary, <laughs> Bill DiPaolo, Jason Moore, and Maggie McEwen. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with more happy hour. Come by the column. Fine place to stay. A fine place. Fine place yeah, to drink. Yeah.